celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. I'm Hal Abrams. I'm Judy Francis. And Judy is answering your calls. Looks like all the lines are lit up there. Busy, busy day here in the studio. Everybody wants to talk to one of our experts. Everyone has problems going on out there with their animals. Dr. Debbie's answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani is also here. And uh, by the way, he knows more than just dogs and cats. He knows how to groom your bird, too. So if you have bird grooming questions, maybe they're molting <laughs> or something like that, he can help you. And Anna, our animal communicator, Joy Turner, is also here. She can bridge that gap with not only the pet that you may live with right now, but maybe that childhood pet that passed 20, 30 years ago. A Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Oh, and Dr. Greg Neal is in for Dr. Debbie today. Uh, Dr. Debbie taking a much-needed vacation. Stacy Cohn working in the newsroom. Well, I've got some breaking news for you. Okay. Do you make out with your dog? I mean, so many people, they let Hello. their dogs just kiss them right there on the lips. Their tongues go all over their face. Stop it. You can't do that anymore. It's not a good thing. I'll tell you why. Coming up on Animal Radio News. I kiss my dog all the time. What about you? Uh, no, I don't. Me too. You do I too? always do. Joy, do you, yeah. do you kiss your animals? Oh, are you kidding me? I think there's nothing better in the world than having a dog kiss, a cat kiss, and you've never been kissed until you've been kissed by a horse. Oh, I bet. Ooh. They can swallow your head there. Well, the deal is, apparently, that you're not supposed to do this. Now, we have uh, Stacy. She'll tell you why in just a few minutes. I can't tell you the whole story, or Stacy will beat the living hell out of me. She yes, hates it when will. I give her stories away. Don't you dare, Hal. And then we have Lotte, who says you can't sleep in bed with your pets. I violate both of these. <laughs> so do I. I think, you know, it's everybody to their own choice. And I'm not sick I, yet. Are you? Hold on. I got a funny one about that. Okay. I can't even sleep in my room anymore with my wife because the dogs have taken over. I sleep in the spare room, and the four dogs sleep with her, and if I come into her room, they'll attack me. Wow. Oh. Wow. Yes. You know what, yes, Joey? It's bad. You do- What'd you do? I got I used, well, first of all, I had one king-size bed, and two dogs, two cats, and me was just not big enough, so I now have a big enough bedroom that I can have two king-size beds side-by-side, pushed right up tight against each other, so they make kind of like one big giant bed, and that works perfectly. We all have plenty of room then. You're ruining it for me here now, you know? I mean, I got my own room. (laughs) You're ruining it. I hope my wife's not listening today. Uh Uh-oh. See, my problem is the bigger bed you get, it doesn't matter, because they still want to crowd around you and lay up against you well they they do but see when there's a bigger bed you can always get up and go to a different part of the bed Uh, so you have to move yeah why do they always want to be on you why do they want to be on top of you they have you know it's actually a bonding thing that they do if you've ever watched for instance dogs or cats that get along together and i even actually see this with my horses although not quite as close they do sleep kind of piled on look at puppies they sleep piled on top of each other yeah because it's a bonding thing they do it's an energetic bonding thing so they do the same thing with us because we are part of their family just like they're part of ours and personally i actually always encourage that kind of emotional bonding because it's really what it is it's not so much a mental bonding it's an energetic and an emotional bonding so we should be flattered yes i guess so we should feel very honored <laughs> yeah. puppy eyes. that's and, when i gotta get up at five in the morning yeah, yeah. bloodshot eyes i got a dog and, stuck in my back yeah, backache <laughs> backache but uh yeah we're we're flattered hey if your pets sleep with you and they don't give you any room we want to hear from you one 405 wendy diamond's on the show today in a few minutes she'll tell us why you should let your dog sniff out your date before before going out 
on that date. In fact, we know a lot of people that pick their spouses by their dogs and their cats and how their cats and dogs react to their spouses. Yes. Uh, let's see. Also, Betty White on the show today. Very excited. She uh, turned 90 years old a couple of weeks ago in a big special, I believe, on NBC. And She's like the Energizer Bunny. She just keeps on going. You know what really? else is? She doesn't seem to get older. No. She, it's, looks, she looks the same. Like she did 20 years ago. And she'll be joining a big animal lover and she doesn't like just cats or she doesn't like just dogs. She's not specious. She says anything with four legs on it. So uh, she'll be on just a few minutes. Also, uh, news from Stacy Cohn, working hard in the newsroom. She is going to tell us that uh, five is the new seven. You know how they say... 40 is the new 30. Yeah. 60 is the new 40. Apparently, our dogs and cats are living much, much longer now. And uh, seniorhood is setting on at a later age. We'll find out about that in just a few minutes. Also, it appears the Obama administration has B-level scores and C-level scores for animals and how they've treated the animals over the uh, the past four years. During his administration, one 405 8405 We'll go into the phones next right here on Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Hey, big guy. How you doing? one 405 Toll-free to Animal Radio. Who's on the other end of that phone? Well, Judy Francis will answer that call, and she'll determine whether or not you want to talk to Dr. Debbie, groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, or Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. And don't forget, you can also tweet us your questions and email us your questions. Tweet us at Animal Radio, or uh, email us at yourvoice at animalradio.com. Now, big show today. We have Wendy Diamond back on. She has an idea that maybe you should let your dog sniff out your date to find out if they're any good or not. Yeah, I think that's most important for the girls. We really need our dogs to help us pick guys. Because, you know, guys have it easy <laughs> picking girls because girls are so good. But we have the hard time on the opposite and trying to find a good guy. Yeah. Well, I think the criteria for guys is if they have a heartbeat. Yeah, that's all much. you guys care that's about. That's all we, we think. And dogs it. have great, they can really judge character very well. And you know who else is on the show today? Betty White will be joining us. And, you know, she just celebrated her 90th birthday. And still going strong. Still going strong. Big animal lover. Uh, just around the corner. Dr. Greg Neal is filling in for Dr. Debbie this week. She's taking a much-needed vacation. And uh, she'll be back next week for us. Let's hit the phones. one 405 And we have Mark on the phone. Welcome, Mark. Hello, Hal. What's good? What do you mean, just Mark? Mark. Do you know who I am? Oh, Mark Tuchel, okay. Living Sober Sucks is the book. <laughs> I'm sorry, I I didn't realize that. No one told me until now. And I, I was going to say you sound familiar, but I wasn't going to say anything. You're, oh, okay. You're okay. still on well, tour, right? Your mouth isn't working right. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's the elevation that's getting to your mind. It could be. So you have five dogs. You're traveling yeah. across the country with these five dogs in a 40-foot recreational vehicle and you're on tour promoting your book where are you now i am where am i somewhere around uh what's what's the lovely city called armpit texas armpit texas very familiar with it i've been there i've driven through it i may have even stopped once in fact yeah i think i saw your picture at the post office they moved you down to number three (laughs) by the way good to hear what's going on with your dogs uh, well, the question I had, you know, and um, uh, so bear with me on this question because it's going to come to a point here. Uh, you know, dogs love to just lay in the sun. They do that all the time at home, and 
And you know what it's like to be in a vehicle. You know, you got all this glass around you, and it's very bright, and it's sunny, and, and we get to wear sunglasses, and I've got a flat dashboard, so I've got, you know, my dogs like to lay on, on the dashboard, and the sun's just beating in on them. And I had heard, and I, it must have been during my drinking days, because I don't remember who told me this or where I read it, but that if dogs, especially little dogs with big buggy eyes, spend a lot of time in the sun, it, it, it uh, progresses their their cataracts and, and that hazed over eyeball look and that you're supposed to keep the dogs out of the sunlight, but it's something they naturally do. I mean, am I correct on this? And what do you do about it? Is there something you should, you know, limit their, their sun time? Or what do you think? Well, I'll tell you, Mark, um, you know, cataracts are obviously a cloudiness or a changing of the lens. I have not heard that sun exposure necessarily hastens that. It's an old age change. It's just something that happens with people, with many pets as they age. Um, you know, our biggest concern with pets laying in direct sunlight is they can be prone to skin cancer just like we can. Uh, certainly, uh, certainly, especially the white cats, the, the cats that have, you know, the white hair, the white ears. We see a lot of skin cancer on the ears, a lot of skin cancer on the nose. And we can usually, if we catch it early, take care of that. Um, you know, for me, what's a little controversial is I, you know, I, I am very, very fair, and I never get sunburn inside my car. And I had heard that the glass from a car will actually filter out the harmful UV rays. Whether that's true, I don't know. But for myself, I've never gotten sunburned inside my car. I don't know if I've ever had a pet brought in where the owner said they were traveling for eight hours and their pet was sunburned. We have this more with the dogs that are laying outside that have no pigment on their skin on their back, and they can come in with kind of a, you know, definitely a redness, and a, you know, sometimes we have to treat that uh, if they get a mild sunburn. All right. Oh, okay. Well, that's. I mean, that's interesting. Now I understand why. I mean, because a lot of times when I'm driving, I I like to put my tongue up against the window, and <laughs> now I know why I have no cancer on my tongue. This is fabulous. Thank you, Neil. I appreciate this it's, information. It's not a frozen windshield because you know what'll happen if you yeah. put your tongue well, up there. Yeah. yeah. Watch out there. for that. Does it, does it help you, Mark? Oh, absolutely. I, I, it helped me. Now I feel good. Go ahead, you guys. Just lay there. Have fun. No, <laughs> okay. that's, um, and, and, and hopefully, you know, maybe other people have you know, thought about this. I don't know. I think about some really strange things. Yeah, yeah, you sure do. And if you want to learn more, of course, head on over to livingsobersucks.com. Mark, thank, thanks for so much for calling today. We appreciate it. That has to be one of our biggest fans there, Mark Tuchel. And he's, uh, as he travels the country, he apparently listens to animal radio. He stopped by here when he was in the Morro Bay area. And let me tell you, to travel the country with five dogs in such a small space takes quite, I'm not even sure there's a word for it. But I'm not sure that sounds like that much fun, no, but he seems to be having a good time. Well, he doesn't have any girlfriends or anything like that, so it works out well for him. His dogs think he is just the greatest thing walking on Earth. one 405 8405 to connect with us. Stacy, working in the newsroom. Well, with the primary season already underway, and boy, what a primary season it's been so far. Perhaps you're wondering how the current administration has fared in terms of animal rights. Well, I'll tell you, according to the Humane Society, the Obama administration, hmm, I'll tell you about their report card coming up on Animal Radio News. We have Denise on the phones for animal communicator Joy Turner. Hi, Denise. Hi. What's going on? Well, uh, my dog is causing me to scratch my head uh, at, with a few behaviors. One, he has these vocalizations he makes while I might be washing dishes or doing 
basically something that doesn't involve him. And it's kind of between a bark and a, a, the sound of a man clearing his throat. And it's almost as if he's talking to me. I know what I wish he were saying, but uh, I, I'd like to know what, you know what that's about. And also, we have been able to discourage the nipping that he does when he's excited, but he's replaced it with punching me with his nose. <laughs> so, and I really, I'm not sure what to make of that. And okay. I also would and like to know why, what his feelings about one of the cats. He tolerates one, but the other he seems to be very impatient with. Um, he says, well, first of all, he thinks you understand him pretty well. And he said, just because you don't necessarily understand what he's saying to you, like, for instance, I might, he thinks he does understand almost everything you tell him. And he's really certain that what you think is going on when he talks to you is what's going on. He says, is that enough or does he have to say more? <laughs> I want to know about the nose punches. I'm not really liking it so much. It makes me a little nervous. First of all, some people may tell you it's aggression, but I can tell you from feeling this boy, he does not seem to have an aggressive bone in his body with you. So he likes contact. Okay, all right then. And so it's not about aggression. It's not about dominance for him. You didn't appreciate his teeth, so he's trying his nose. Okay, well, this is true. <laughs> and I and then wonder if you could tell find me the out cat that the he's cat. not getting along with. He's not getting along with Raja. He seems to tolerate Merlot quite well, but. Okay, he says to me that Raja's a little confusing for him. What he knows is that they're kind of like, it isn't that they hate each other, but they just get on each other's nerves. Sometimes he goes, that cat bugs the crap out of him. And when he's had enough and he doesn't know what else to do, he basically escalates to tell him, tell Raja to leave him alone. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm- I'm very grateful. Thank you. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with the Dream Team. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Fido Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Borders, Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. Imagine a unique cat containment system for your home, apartment, or condo that's incredibly strong, lightweight, and easy to assemble. Cats on Deck has the answer. With their exclusive Insta-Clamp, you can quickly change configuration or size by connecting screened panels to each other in minutes. Cats are vertical creatures. With Cats on Deck, you can add shelves, ramps, tunnels, and even a loft. Visit CatsOnDeck.com today. Home of modular, lightweight, and strong enclosures, providing superior lifestyle enrichment and a safe outdoor environment for your cat. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals. 
schools are people too. It's pretty common knowledge that some college students have more than studying on their minds. But even with all that monkeying around, you'd think that students at Duke University would be smarter than a monkey. A recent study at Duke pitted two female monkeys against 14 college students. Both were asked to solve math problems. They were shown two sets of dots on flashcards, which they had to mentally add. The humans were not allowed to count or verbalize as they worked. Surprisingly, the monkeys did about as well as the college students. Their research pointed to the importance of language in helping humans solve more advanced calculations. Now both teams were paid for their efforts. The college students received ten dollars, and the monkeys—well, they got their favorite drink, Kool-Aid. Humphrey Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. This is Animal Radio, baby. I know, Mika. I feel the same way. Yes, she she's ready to 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 work, so that's why. Oh, maybe I don't feel the same way then. Yeah, you know, because you know, you don't have a Russian kielbasa in your hand, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that. That sounded a little strange there. <laughs> uh, well, hey, Barbara, welcome to the show. Thank you. I have Lottie, the world famous Russian dog wizard, here. I understand you have dog problems. Yes, I do. What's going on? Well, we adopted two male dachshunds from the Humane Society about five months ago, and since then they've had five fights. Other than that, they get along well and seem to like each other. Okay, Barbara. And、uh, every time when I'm hearing about dog fights,、uh, my question is: How bad were the dog fights? I mean, did you take them to the vet, put the stitches, or just like a barra barra barra? One、Enough. time, we had to take them to an animal hospital,、uh-huh. and it—they、um, they didn't have since... to suture them, but they had a lot of puncture wounds. Okay, and it's not—it doesn't sound good. And since that time,、um, you know, the fight、uh, didn't come to the same bad、uh, conclusions, or it was an easy fight. They've done damage every time they fought, but not real bad. Only the one time we had to take them to the vet. Okay, and、um, how often are they fight, and under what circumstances? What is triggering them? Do you think? I really think it's a dominance thing, but the first one was after we first got them. We both gave them both a kong, and they fought over the kongs. So okay, they'll that's, they don't that's fight、cool. over dog food, but they'll fight over treats. Okay, wonderful. What about fighting、uh, when one dog is close to you and another dog is approaching, or you just enter the, or you just enter the house and they running, greeting you, and、uh, a little confrontation there? No. No, they haven't fought then.、Uh, okay. The last couple fights, I really don't know what it was about. It there weren't any treats or anything. It just started. Okay, but you already said what you was you you are thinking、uh, about the dominance, and you know, Barbara, right now probably a lot of so-called positive dog trainers are hearing us, and they will tell you that you are wrong, that there is dominance does not exist between the dogs. I mean,、uh, those people putting the blind eye on the such a.、Um, Real truth, which everyone can see, probably 
beside them. Uh, because dominance exists even among the humans. Look, my wife is dominating me <laughs> six hours straight. <laughs> you know, things like that. <laughs> Look, and when I'm the bad boy, they, my boss, hell is dominating me all the time. So this is, this is the realities of life. So here is my intake. Well, few things running against you. Of course, I forgot to ask a very important question. Both of you, both of the males or females? Both are males and they're both neutered. Okay, okay. So, uh, two bad things running against you. Number one, breed. Uh, dachshunds normally are showing dominant behavior over the subjects you described. Uh, they can be nutty. Uh, plus, you've got the uh, second dog at the same gender, which is, uh, you know, it doesn't help. It could be much worse if you could get two bitches. That would be nothing, Barbara, nothing more uh, dangerous in this world like fights among the bitches. That's it. That's what I've heard. Yeah, so you kind of, you know, not really in the bad, bad situation, but it's not the perfect situation. Well, However, what we need to know is when they fight, how do we break them up? And, and you know what, what can we do to prevent it? Oh, that's what I, you, you should have uh, turned that around and say how we can prevent it, now how we can stop it. You know, if, uh, you know, a lot of prevention, like you say in America, worth a pound of cure, whatever you say, ounce of prevention. Here is how to prevent it. We have to think, Barbara, with you, like KGB. What do you mean by that? It means you have to think Ahead, you already. I kind of, um, kind of pull that information from you a little bit. You already told me under what circumstances your dog is fighting, and for everyone who is listening, us dogs fight because of three things, unless they are wire crossed, of course. Number one, it is the common toy. Number two, it could be food or food. Uh, type of the food quality toys, like a rawhides, like something, maybe conch toy with peanut butter inside, something like this. And number three is human attention. So you have just one thing present there. So, if we're gonna think with you like KGB, what we need to do, number one, we're not going to let them play with that type of the toy, which is triggering the fight. Okay, and if we allow them to play with these things, maybe we're going to put one dog in the crate or behind the barrier. We're going to separate them somehow. Yeah, that's so, what we've been doing since that okay. happened one time. And that was the best way to do, because you don't want to get into the fight and have to try to figure out how to stop. Yeah, well, I can tell you how to stop it, but it's not the point. The point is every week passing by and fights not happening, the less possible. Uh, the next week any fights will occur. Now, if you can manage these things, you need to think about how to diminish both of them social status. Barbara, all fights or all dominance comes when the dog believes they're in charge, and if especially if they have an equal social status. So, how can, how can you do it? By diminishing their privileges. If you're sleeping with them in the bed, Barbara, you're guilty. They should not sleep with you in your bed. Okay. If you they don't. Eating... They sleep together. Okay, that's wonderful. That's another thing I would suggest. I would suggest sleep so they should sleep together. 
I also would suggest so they would work together, Barbara. You like it or not, you have to put color and leashes on them, and you have to work with them together, at least one dog at a time before you do two dogs at a time. Simple obedience commands. Let's go, sit, stay, calm down around your house in the area where they fight. So if you do that proactively, you're almost like marking your territory without spraying all over. You're telling them you're in charge and you're diminishing social status. And all fights comes when the dog believes they have a high social status. So so you can diminish them by doing obedience training, by uh, providing certain structures, which I just telling you, no sleeping in the bed, no jumping on the furniture, you know, um, res- uh, no barking. If they like to bark when somebody knocks the door, bark create excitement. Excitement create that unhealthy energy. That energy can turn into the aggressive behavior. And again, if the dog barking, they are reinforcing its social position. How can you stop them from barking? Use my favorite device by name, Pet Convincer. Pet Convincer. I have one. So, okay, so you have They haven't any bark? had a fight since I bought that. I don't know whether that would work during a fight. Okay, that that's may work, may not, but the, the thing is that's going to stop them before they fight because, again, the, I just explained you the steps which is leading to the fight. And uh, the better than that, when they're already fighting, if that's what you're asking from me, uh, how to stop it, there is the product, uh, it's called Citronella Direct Stopper. Just Google it, Direct Stopper Citronella. And that one, it's based, like, like my air is very humane, it's just harmless. But that one is, uh, also has citronella inside. That one is very strong deterrent. They will stop fight. Um, you know, I, I used it many times in this situation and it's safe enough and it's effective enough. That you can do by stopping them from fighting. But please, uh, also look toward all the suggestions I explained you before because you could avoid any fights. And don't wait for the fight, but if the fight happened, you got to win. Thank you, Barbara. Yeah, thank you very much. Good luck with that, Barbara. We do follow-up calls here at Animal Radio. If your problem isn't solved, go ahead and give us a call back, 1-866-405-8405. That number, toll-free to our dream team. That includes animal communicator Joy Turner, Vladi the World famous Russian dog wizard, groomer Joey Volani, and Dr. Debbie. Oh, Dr. Greg Neal in for Dr. Debbie. Oh, and Mika. <laughs> so if you had $100,000 just laying around, eh, you know, in a sock drawer somewhere or something, <laughs> and you could spend it on anything, maybe cloning one of your favorite animals, would you do it? No. A New York City lady did it. I'll tell you about it coming up. Double Trouble on Animal Radio News. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Cats on Deck. Cat containment is the easy part. Cats on deck. They also provide cat lifestyle enrichment, keeping your cats safe and contained in all types of weather. You know, a cat that's contained inside a, uh, an outdoor enclosure will live longer than a cat that isn't. Many styles, customized, easy-to-assemble enclosures. Check them out. Catsondeck.com slash A-R. As in Animal Radio. And if you put the promo code ANIMAL in the promo code box, you'll get 10% off your entire purchase. And don't forget, you can also find that link over at AnimalRadio.com. Thanks, Cats on Deck, for sponsoring Animal Radio. This is CatsOnDeck.com, sponsors of This Cat Tip of the Week, Indoor versus Outdoor Cats. Statistics indicate that the lifespan of indoor cats is a lot longer than outdoor cats. 
On average, it's 12 years for indoors and less than 5 for outdoors. Outdoor dangers include pesticides, antifreeze, and poisonous plants, to name a few. And catching an infectious disease such as feline leukemia is a real possibility should a skirmish occur with an infected feral cat. Also, any encounter with a dog, wild animal, or car could bring disastrous results. Believe it or not, outdoor cats can become lost and less than 5% of cats taken to shelters are able to be reclaimed by their owners. There is a growing opinion that cats with outdoor access are more social, energetic, and many owners report a much better frame of mind. Now the obvious solution is to compromise by furnishing both indoor and outdoor environments. Provide your cat a safe outdoor lifestyle using a cat enclosure system. Please visit catsondeck.com where cat environmental enrichment is a major component of all of our cat enclosures. Imagine a unique cat containment system for your home, apartment, or condo that's incredibly strong, lightweight, and easy to assemble. Cats on Deck has the answer. With their exclusive Instaclamp, you can quickly change configuration or size by connecting screened panels to each other in minutes. Cats are vertical creatures. With Cats on Deck, you can add shelves, ramps, tunnels, and even a loft. Visit CatsOnDeck.com today. Home of modular, lightweight, and strong enclosures, providing superior lifestyle enrichment and a safe outdoor environment for your cat. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, we all love our animals, our pets and dogs, cats, whatever you may have, even your turtle. But do you love it enough that you would have it cloned? You know what? I love my kids a lot, but I don't think I'd have them cloned. Would you pay $50,000 to do it? Nah, I don't think I'd pay 10 bucks to have my kids cloned. <laughs> There's a New York City woman, though. She is paying somebody $50,000 to have her dead dog cloned. She actually got a major discount on the procedure. It was supposed to cost 100000 but she agreed to appear on a TLC special about pet cloning. Danielle Trantola told ABC News she hired a South Korean company to genetically copy her late dog, Trouble. She said the clonesters used Trouble's DNA to create a puppy that she's named double trouble. Trantola says the puppy's such a close genetic copy, even its personality is exactly the same. Well, for adults age 70, it's now the new 50, and maybe that can apply to dogs as well if you take care of them. Generally, dogs are considered in the senior stage of life at age 7 years old, but how your dog ages will vary depending on what breed it is. The American Kennel Club offers the following tips to help you make your dog's golden years happy and healthy. You want to pay attention to change. Older dogs have predictable routines and behaviors, so any change in behavior, activity, weight, eating, bathroom habits could be a sign that something's uh, going wrong. Well visits. Because dogs age faster than humans, early detection of age-related problems, that's key to keeping your senior dog happy and healthy. So have your elderly dog examined by a vet every six months. And make your home senior-friendly. As your dog ages, she'll become less agile than they used to be. Smaller dogs may have a little trouble jumping on or off of furniture, and larger dogs may have trouble getting in and out of cars. So you could set up carpet line steps or a ramp to help your dog do the simple things that they used to do in a safe and comfortable way. Well, I don't know about you, but I love to kiss my dog. <laughs> Some people, I have a friend, oh my gosh, they need to get a room, that, that dog and her. I, she goes crazy with the dog. But a dog's mouth, you know, a lot of times people have heard, I, many people share the belief that a dog's mouth is cleaner than a human's. A pet saliva can somehow cure human cuts and scrapes. Well, these are just some of the beliefs held by pet owners, according to a new study commissioned by the Greenies. They're the brand makers of those pet specialty dental chews. 
Dogs' mouths are certainly not cleaner than a human's. Dogs can carry a variety of germs and bacteria in their mouth that stem from buildup of plaque and tartar that can potentially make humans sick through contact with saliva. A healthy mouth is actually essential to the overall well-being of your pet, but misguided information about pet oral health can affect more than just your pet's mouths, especially if you're, you know, Doing that tongue thing with your dog. For proper pet oral health, veterinarians advise daily brushing or giving veterinary oral health counsel, approved dental treats, and at least an annual oral exam by a vet with professional cleanings as recommended. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age three? And the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000. Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution. And no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z one 405 to connect with the Dream Team. In for Dr. Debbie, Dr. Greg Neal, answering your vet medical questions today. Groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard. You know, this we've been talking about this the last couple of weeks, about how you should let your dog sniff out your date, or your cat if you have one, sniff out your date to make sure that, you know, they're kosher. Yeah, they're, they're a good, good, good person. You actually, uh, I know for your husband, you made sure that your cat pre-approved yes. him. I tell you, I had some dates with some guys, and my cat did not like them, so I did not uh, have a second date. But one one guy, uh, the cat was very interested in and seemed to come around when the guy was around, so I thought I'd give him a chance. I, surely you, these animals have a great sense of character, yes, sort of do. a sixth sense, and Wendy Diamond... Uh, the great author, and of course, Lucky the dog, who I'm sure is sitting right next to her right now, is joining us. Hi, Wendy. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much. Now, a long time ago, you wrote a book called How to Understand Men Through Their Dogs, right? Correct. Oh. Correct. The book came across because um, I was seeing somebody for a long time, and, and you know, everyone in the world in New York City was introducing me to men with dogs, you know, because of what I do for a living. And so everybody, like one night I'm out with a Shih Tzu guy, the next night I'm out with a mutt guy, and literally the next month another mutt guy. I realized the similarity traits for the men with these certain breeds were quite similar. So I actually went and I did a study and I interviewed 35 breeds of dogs and the men that love them. And so what we found is, you know, whether they were a great, you know, marriage material, whether they're great with children, what they're going to be when they grow up or if they're already grown up. And so we basically figured out that, you know, they really are similar. And Chicago Sun-Times did a study, and they found that my book was 98% accurate. Wow. Wow, so you shouldn't only not only let your dog sniff out your date, you should see what kind of a dog your date has. Okay. So what do you find? What kind of dogs are we looking for in a man? Well, you know, it's 
not there's no bad man like there's no bad dog. It's what you want out of somebody, right? And then everyone has different traits and personalities. So for instance, you know that you know, if you're into art, wine, culture, you're very much into pedigree, you might be interested in a man that has a poodle. A poodle. I was going to ask about the poodle there. Yeah, I mean, so, or, you know, if you're somebody who loves sports, you want a man that's like, loves sports, is really into children, who's going to coach the Little League team, that's really a guy that has a mutt. A mutt? Okay. Yeah, he's definitely a great father figure, doesn't care about pedigree, where you're from, is really, really somebody who's in touch with his feelings and really appreciates the person for whom they which they are. Let's uh, talk about Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard here for a second. He's a big German Shepherd guy, has a German Shepherd. What does that say about him? A German Shepherd guy, well, you know, listen now, if you're a happy-go-lucky, free-spirited person, you might not fit with the German Shepherd guy because they're very much into finding out every single thing about you. Oh, yeah, that's They're spotted. very, very protective. They, if you are somebody, you know, they're definitely someone who is going to be a great father, but definitely protective. So don't think you're sneaking out anytime soon. What about Golden Retriever guys? Golden Retriever guys tend to be politicians. Politicians love Golden Retrievers. They are very much the friendly character, the one that's definitely going to go to work every day and be manager type at an office. He's definitely somebody who tends to have two kids and loves water. Loves water. You like swimming, not to yeah, drink. Yeah, loves <laughs> swimming, loves going to the beach, loves jumping in the pool. Let's say you want to get married. That This is your goal for 2012. You're looking for marriage material. What kind of dog would you be looking for? Well, first of all, of course, you want a man with a dog because they're not fearful of commitment. Good. So if somebody doesn't have a dog, I always say, like, oh, what if the guy doesn't have a dog? You know, there's three issues that one has to look at if somebody doesn't have a dog. Why do they not have a dog? Are they fearful of commitment? Are they overworked? Are they not? Do they not have the time? Because if they don't have a time for a dog, they really might not have time for you, right? Sure. Also, if they don't have a dog, it's really kind of funny. I always say this, and they have, like, some issue of when they were, like, 10 years old, they got bit by a dog. If they can't get over that issue from 10 years old, you don't want them anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, it's funny, right? And then also, you know, no matter who it is, first of all, there's in this day and age with technology and so many people working on their computers at home and da 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 da, it's so important to have that affection from an animal because it's seriously like the most unconditional love you'll ever have, as we all know. And it's just something that you literally you can't replace with a human. Absolutely. If they don't have a dog, move on. Yeah. Well, you know, listen, look, there's so many dogs up for adoption. I'm not saying that every person in the world has to have a dog. But what I'm saying is it's so important, whoever it is that one's going to date, especially if you are a dog lover and you have a dog, that they absolutely love animals. If they have a cat. Now, you're sort of a dog expert, but if they have the cat, that's okay. Now, let me just say, I did do the book, How to Understand Women Through Their Cats. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. How to understand so there's no the book well, to understand all, women you know, through their dogs? Ah, well, you know, I, like, listen, I have both a cat and a dog. And what I will say to people is that that's, like, kind of the best mix of them all. Because I'm definitely, they tend to be more homebodies than people do, that have dogs. And they tend to have more than one. Like, people who have dogs usually have one dog. And the people with cats usually have two. Wendy Diamond, you have enlightened me once again. I always have so much fun when you come on the air with us. The website is wendydiamond.com, or you can check out the magazine, animalfair.com. 
and uh, hopefully it won't be as long from absolutely we have to do lucky just got into the guinness world record oh, for, for what uh, the dog most photographed with famous people. Wow. Cool. Yeah, so like President Obama, President Clinton, quarterback for the Giants, Eli Manning, um, Hugh Grant, Howard Stern, um, you know, the list goes on, Kelly Ripa, <laughs> Matt Lauer, every single person. You're saying that Lucky then is a name dropper. Oh, my gosh. Well, luck, let's, let's just put it this way. Everyone is like, oh, my gosh, how did this happen? And I'll tell you, it's a really funny story, actually. It's about, you know, nine years ago, um, because Lucky would never let me leave her at home. She'd literally jump in the bag, and I'd have to take her to work with me every single day, right? But she knew when she was in that bag that she should not bark, and I trained her to do that. So one night, I was invited to a dinner, and my I'm from Cleveland, Ohio, and one of my best friends from Cleveland, Ohio, was dating a very famous person at the time and invited me to a dinner. And I was sitting at dinner with 12 people, and I was looking around, I'm like, no one would believe that I'm at this dinner. Dinner, right? It's so pre-Facebook, right, where mm-hmm. you never take photos. Yeah. And so I was looking at this dinner, and I was like, wow, I'm sitting across from Hugh Grant, Sandra Bullock, Valentino, wow. the designer, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, right? And I'm like, okay, I, it was like dessert time, and people were kind of standing up, and I looked at Hugh Grant, and I said, Hugh, I have to say, my dog is your biggest fan. <laughs> and I said, would you mind taking a picture with my dog? And that's kind of how Who Got Lucky started. So it's a column I do called Who Got Lucky. I love it. And it's really about Lucky and all her adventures in life. And, you know, because of all the work she's done to help promote animal rescue and adoption and welfare issues that we've been, you know, luckily invited to a million things all over the world and in Washington, D.C. and New York and Los Angeles that, you know, she's always around people. And so I never wanted to get pictures with me and the people, Mm -hmm. but I'd always do it with Lucky just to remember the times I had with her. Her name isn't Lucky Um, for nothing. Wendy, thanks so much. We're so out of time. you guys. Have a lovely, lovely day. You too. On the way, Betty White just around the corner on Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Celebrating seven years as the finest resource site for aging dogs, cats, and their owners, SeniorPetProducts.com provides the latest news, information, and products for the life of your pet. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need and our friendly support staff ready to answer your questions. New customers enter promo code SAVE25 on our homepage or at checkout to receive 25% off your entire order. The most trusted authority on all things Senior Pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. This is Animal Radio. Hi, Charlie. Hi. Welcome to the show. I have Dr. Neil filling in for Dr. Debbie today. How can he help you? So, um, I have a pretty old uh, female mastiff, and um, 
on one of her back uh, paws, on the upper part, like a palm type, where she doesn't really touch the ground a whole lot. For about a year now, it's scabbed up once, but it's almost like a dime-sized sore. When I say sore, I mean it's almost like, you know, you can see meat a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Where, where the, the pad's actually gone. It's spherical, circular, and um, it scabbed up for a while, and then I thought it was going to be okay, but now she's it's back at and I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm not a medical, but the aspect of MRSA and stuff like that, I don't know what the heck it is. But she functions. But you know, she licks it every day. And I wish I knew some way to help that. But the vet gave me something to have to put on it, and it didn't seem to help too much. So you have had you have had a veterinarian take a look at it, right? Yeah. Okay. He said it's like the hardest thing to cure, isn't it? Feet problems with the cuts and sores and. And is this something? Did you, did you say this was on the top of the paw or the underside? It was in the underside. You know, the inside of your palm, the, yeah. the very back of your palm before it goes to your wrist. Oh, I got you. So it's up almost up, up higher by the wrist area then. Yeah. Okay. Did they mention that it might be a lick granuloma? Did that ring a bell at all? No, I haven't heard that, but I'll have to. I'll, I plan on taking her in in a week or so. A lick granuloma uh, can start off as an infection or a puncture wound. And then what the dogs will do is they almost get in the habit. It becomes almost a compulsive disorder where they just lick and lick and lick and they won't leave it alone. Does that kind of sound like what's it going on? It does sound like that. Yeah. So it, it, why, if, why would it be spherical like that or create a little, like a, a hole, like, you know, it's just... That's what gets me. It could have become ulcerated. Sometimes if they get an infection or they lick it enough, it'll break through the skin. They'll get an ulcer. Um, okay. Also, you said she's an, uh, an older pet, right? Yeah, she's a very old mastiff female. Yeah, we also can't rule out that there could be some sort of skin cancer. Uh, so sometimes, um, you know, it's, it's obviously easiest to look at it. I've been doing this long enough. I can usually tell if something's dangerous or not dangerous from looking at it. If it's a lit granuloma, a variety of creams can help out, but sometimes we have to stop the compulsive disorder, so we sometimes will have to put them on an anti-inflammatory or even like a doggy Prozac if it's something that they've gotten in the habit of licking and they're just not allowing it to heal up. Uh, occasionally, we even have to put one of those collars, the e-collars on that everyone hates, um, to keep them from licking to allow it to heal up. But, you know, probably warrants a, another visit to your vet, you know, with, with some suggestions on some further treatment since the original treatment didn't seem to take care of it. Um, and we usually just take things in a stepwise progression. And if it's not healing up, maybe a biopsy or even removing it uh, to make sure it isn't something dangerous that's going to be a, a problem down the road. When you, mean, when you say removing, you're talking about a surgery of, of sewing it up or something? Or yeah. cutting into it sewing it up? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, there's two ways you can do it. You can actually take a small piece of it and take a, a, a biopsy and send it to the pathologist for them to say what it, tell us what it is. Or sometimes uh, we'll just actually remove it and, and, and send the whole uh, tissue specimen into the pathologist so they can tell us what it is. So, yeah, sometimes these things that don't want to heal up, we do have to take them to surgery uh, to try to get a cure. Gotcha. Thank you for the info. You bet. Good luck with that. We're working on the technology where we can uh, just hold your animal up to the radio and the vet can uh, see what's going on. Haven't really perfected it yet. And until then, you know, this is what we got. 1-866-405-8405. That's the number to connect with Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, animal communicator Joy Turner, groomer Joy Volani. In for Dr. Debbie today is Dr. Greg Neal. Hi, I'm Ed Asher, and you're on Animal Radio. Spay or neuter your animals, you dummies. <laughs> this is Animal Radio. To 
just moments away from Betty White on Animal Radio. This portion of Animal Radio brought to you by Stella and Chewies. We've been talking about this product for years. If you haven't had a chance to check it out, it is some good food. It's great for the dogs. Now they have a cat food made with 100% raw meat. They're made without grain, fillers, artificial preservatives. Preservatives? What was that, Hal? Preservatives. No colorings, no sugar, no salt. Just good food, and we'd love to send you a sample. Head on over to our website at animalradio.com, and you'll find our address there. Send us a self-addressed stamped envelope, and the sample will be on the way. I guarantee once your dog or cat tries this, they will be hooked. Please let us know if you want a dog sample or a cat sample. Let's uh, head back on over to the phones, one 405 8405 Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, answering your dog questions. Animal communicator Joy Turner. I'm having a little bit of trouble today communicating myself. My mouth isn't really up to speed yet. Uh, groomer Joey Volani. And in for Dr. Debbie, Dr. Greg Neal. Hi, Fred. Hi, how are you? Doing good. I have Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, here for you. Well, I have a five-year-old dingo chow mix. Oh, my and gosh, Fred. From the beginning, it doesn't sound good. Don't say that. My wife's listening, and that's probably not what she wants to hear. <laughs> I know, but I sometimes tell the people what they need to know. We had a Yorkie. Um, my wife and I got married, and she had her dog, which was the dog I'm speaking of, and I had my 13-year-old Yorkie. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, the Yorkie thinks it's a great Dane, and they would face off. Well, the Chow Dingo mix would attack the little dog. So I gave my Yorkie back to my ex-girlfriend because I wanted it to live. Oh, that was very nice of her. And then later we got another puppy. And it's been a year and a half since we got this puppy. It's a pit, boxer, healer mix. It's just a lot. That one can Um, stand up for himself. Now it's been a year and a half and there's been no problem. But okay, male and female, very quick. No, both males, one's fixed. If you call me before, I would not suggest you to get the male. It was not too much smart because, you know, two males is not preferable. Of course, two females would be much worse, but go ahead. Well, now, after a year and a half, the chow is doing it again with okay. the new dog. No. Okay, so now let's focus on that. Quick sounds bite, answers questions, because like a KGB, I need to get from you some information which is very important for me, and I don't need the rest of the information. When the fight happened, first of all, I need to know under what circumstance fight's happening, and pretty quick, and number two, what is the casualties? I mean, there is a bites, there is a go to the vet, how you stop that from the fight, or they stop themselves. Go. With the Yorkie, yeah, it was a bloody mess. Um, we had to take her to the vet. Of course, she had some uh, back damage where the uh, nerves swole up. And Oh, my gosh. With the other dog, she's big enough, and she's her skin's tough enough that there's no blood. It just scares her, and she cowers down, rolls on her back, and pees on the floor. So, who, who do you think still is the boss? Um, me. <laughs> uh, if you were the boss, that fight would not happen. Between those two... Well, I would I would say that Trixie, the child dingo, is, is child the, one, the one okay. that's been around the longest. And she's now, very crazy. quickly, could you tell me under what circumstance they fight? We've tried to pinpoint, and there's there's really nothing. It just it just happens. It could be the dog walking close to the other dog, or making a noise, or just doing nothing. Okay, there is a three things which the dogs normally fight about. Number one, fight about the dog food, 
fight about the treats or about human attention. When the dogs on their own, they normally get along really well. What is happening in your situation? One dog achieved a certain age, which I still believe is uh, that your second dog is still percepted like a first as the subordinate. However, uh, to some degree, especially in your presence, possibly start to challenging somehow authority of the older dog, and the older dog is just uh, bulletproof. That one is uh, trying to put the uh, proactively upcomer um, into the place. How to resolve this? And I would like you to be very attentive, even though I speak I speak with a California or Michigan accent, those two states I lived before, and, and I speak very quickly, but because we're limited in the time, and you can always send me your personal email by vis- visiting my website, which is SoCal dogtraining.com or just google russian dog wizard listen i am really specializing in those cases and resolving them all the time number one what i would do i would put two metal crates and i want to make sure both dogs must be enrolled in the boot camp uh, what i know from the past and from my experience and from my education if you will create three things sleeping together working together and eating together you, for at least two th- Two weeks, you will turn the things around, sleeping together. Two metal, not the plastic crate, side by side. I want to make sure from this time one, one dog is out, second dog is in, and both of them sleeping there for the night. It's a very important. Uh, working together. I would work with one dog at the time, and after start to work with both dogs at the time. I'm talking about strict obedience training, which I'm going to teach the dog, walking on the loose leash, do sit, stay, calm down, and I'm going to do with, with one dog at the time, and after have two dogs at my left, and do it together. Boy, if you do this, you're diminishing any chance of the fights. Now, eating together, I would feed them in the crates at the same time because eating together, sleeping together, working together, create social bond. Now, at any given time after you've done everything you could and you see, still see at the early stages your, your old dog even growling, even shows some type of the um, uh, alert or whatever, you have to use the device by name, pet convincer, pet convincer, spray the air at that dog, startle her, stop it before it started. And very quick, because we're running out of time, because you have very complicated question, but very easy solution, really, you, you can really get it done, because they, they were up to that point, very good dogs, and they just started now. So, psychologically, make sure both dogs worry about you right now. The more they worry about you, the less they're going to worry about themselves. The less they worry about themselves, more chance they will get along with each other. That's like, a, like a, you having two little kids. You make sure both of them right now will worry about them and after they becoming the friends. Don't worry who is the boss about them right now. You said right. You're the boss. But make sure your dogs know that. Thank you for calling us. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with anyone of the Dream Team right now. Animal Radio, 
1-866-405-8405. All unaccounted for, Vladi the world-famous Russian dog wizard, animal communicator Joy Turner, groomer Joey Volani, and in for Dr. Debbie this weekend, Dr. Greg Neal. And uh, welcome to the show. I'm always glad when you fill in with uh, for Dr. Debbie. She takes a vacation every once in a while. Being a vet's kind of a high-stress business, isn't it? It is. Everybody needs to take a break once in a while. Yeah. We, uh... We see that every time you enter the studio, that Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, gets just a little perturbed. And I, I don't know if it's because she remembers you from the office or... Yeah, Joy, can you tap into to Ladybug and find out what's going on? Well, so she must know Dr. Neal from outside of the studio? Yes. Okay, because she knows him from wherever she knows him from, and she's... Not real happy that he comes into basically like her domain uh-huh. and might be doing things like he does whenever he sees her before. And she doesn't like those things sometimes. So it's like, don't you think about coming in here and doing that stuff? That's not going to work for me. Could you please tell her that Dr. Neal is, uh, has her health in her best interest, of course, and is always really trying to, to help her be the most healthy dog we know? Uh, she gives me a sigh about that. She says, yes, she gets the concept, but that doesn't mean that she has to like it. Ah, okay. I, You know, I don't like going to the doctor either. I, they all have that yeah. those sharp, pointy things, and they're, you know, probing and all of that. So I can understand, and I can relate a little bit to her. Uh, and but, he must be a pretty big guy, because she thinks he's really big compared to her. You're about six foot... Uh, yeah, I'm six four. And six, I'd like to say Ladybug is not the only dog that does this. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 get, I get this a lot. Is it, you don't have a complex over it, do you? No, I think most vets, you know, they don't know we're trying to help them. Okay, okay. Well, you know, and Dr. Neal, sometimes with especially smaller dogs, I have found that when you are a bigger person and they're not living around people that are that same size, they get intimidated by your size. Huh. I'm going to come in on my knees next time. <laughs> Good job. That'll probably work. But you know what's so funny? When she goes to his office, she's so submissive and doesn't well, that's, bark. But and that's his territory. His territory, I guess. It's that's the territory. difference. Yeah. And, you know, Judy, something you could do for her is when he comes into the studio and she starts to bark, instead of immediately telling her to be quiet or to, to know, let her bark for a minute. Hmm. Say, oh, yeah, good, good, good. Okay, great. Now you've had everything you want to say done, so now let's be quiet. Let's get it out of your system. Vinny Penn coming at you on Animal Radio with the Party Animal segment. Uh, Cracked open my daughter's piggy bank the other day, at her urging, of course. The economy has not gotten the best of me, although it's... Pretty damn close. Cracked it open because it was time for her to... She filled it all the way up over these years. She's six years old, and she was ready to spend the loot in it. Got me to thinking, why a pig? Who's the person who came up with that years ago? Like, we're going to put store all this money. Let's store it in a pig. I don't really understand that. Why are we filling a... Does anybody know the legend behind why it's a piggy bank? And why we're sticking the, the coins in its back? Do you know what it was like that morning, having bacon and eggs with my daughter and explaining to her, uh, because she asked me, you, you know, why a pig? She's the one who actually instigated this party. You know, I'm sitting there munching on bacon. Like, I wonder if she even knows what we're eating right now. I guess there was once nickels and pennies rolling around inside of, I don't know why it's a pig. What else should it be? I don't think an animal 
why don't they just have little banks for children, little plastic banks that you put your money in, and it says bank. And, and there's blue ones for boys and pink ones for girls. Why an animal? Why a pig? Email me. I kind of really want to know. Vinny Penn, Party Animal on Animal Radio. Hi, this is Joy Behar on Animal Radio. Please spay and neuter your pets. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. The toll-free numbers, 1-866-405-8405. On the other end of that phone line, you'll find Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, animal communicator Joy Turner, groomer Joey Volani, and in for Dr. Debbie this weekend, Dr. Greg Neal answering your questions. Joy, we were just talking about this a second ago off the air. You know what I'm thinking, don't you? Oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say either, Joy. That's got to be a messed up mind. You know, it isn't. I've always been told by spiritual guides that just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. Yeah. So I actually don't try to understand or like I'm not just kind of sitting here reading your mind because I can do it. Um, that's just not an appropriate thing. That's not an honoring thing. And I was told you always have to ask before you get to read people and figure out what they want. So you're not, you're not only just a communicator, but you're a polite communicator is what you are. Well, yes, I think you have to be. That was, you know, my again, my mom raised me to be polite and Well, yeah, so if you don't have anything through. nice to say, don't say anything at all. So yeah. don't talk about oh, Hal's mind. I'd be so corrupt. <laughs> I'd I'd be reading everyone's mind, not telling them. Oh, Joey. <laughs> the dogs too. <laughs> we have an incredible show today. We have Betty White joining us as she's just celebrated her 90th birthday. Did you see that special on I think it was NBC? Pretty cool. Yeah, that lady keeps going she she she, yeah, she looks good i'll tell you for her age she's unbelievable and she's so lucid t- she's more lucid than i am at uh, 29 years old so there there you go that yeah, says a lot 29 you're not very lucid are you today <laughs> stacy who's very lucid what's going on in your world well, with the primary season already underway, and boy, what a primary season it's been so far, perhaps you're wondering how the current administration has fared in terms of animal rights. Well, I'll tell you, according to the Humane Society, the Obama administration, hmm, I'll tell you about their report card coming up on Animal Radio News. Okay, I can't wait for that. Uh, Joey, what are you going to be yapping about today? I'm going to be talking about not dogs. Not cats, but we're going to talk about bathing your bird and how good it is for them. Bathing your bird. Now, you have, of course, Gurney. You brought Gurney into the studio last week. Uh, Gurney is a cockatoo. Is Gurney the only bird you have? The only bird I have, yes. It's the only bird that I want, please. (laughs) Are they high maintenance? More more so, almost as much as my wife. um, The bird is, you know, yes, very high maintenance. I see you wash. You always send pictures of me. uh, Excuse me. You always send pictures (laughs) of the bird. Yeah, if I send any pictures of me washing you, I mean, you yeah. know, 
We got a problem. You want to share something? He's on such a roll today. Yeah. You uh, you wash your bird in the sink. Yeah, my, my bird is really good. My bird likes to be bathed. Matter of fact, I can even fill up the sink with water and and and, and place it down into it. So just the head is sticking out of it, and um, she loves it. We're gonna post that picture over at the website so that you can see Joey Villani washing his bird. It's your turn right now. Okay. It's one a eight, big bird. one 405 8405 Joey's washing his big bird, huh? Between Joey washing his bird and, and Vladi wanting me to, to hold a Russian kielbasa, I, yeah. I, we have Mike on the phone. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey. Hi. How you guys doing today? Pretty good. What's, what's going on in your world? Oh, life's always exciting in my world. <laughs> well, I'm moving. Okay. I'm leaving the state of California and moving to the wonderful and lovely Colorado. Sounds cold. Sounds nice. So, and we'll be moving our pets. Uh, I have two little sitsus. I have two cats. One of my cats weighs as much as my two dogs together. And two birds. And I guess my kind of concern, I know traveling sometimes messes with... Um, you know, the way they eat and bathrooms and stuff. But, you know, going to a new place, it's a much higher altitude, uh, stuff like that. You know, is there any type of changes we should make with them or be looking for once we get moved? Hey, Mike, how you doing? I'm doing okay. All right, so what elevation are you moving to? I think it's about 4,500 feet. Okay, and, and where do you live in California right now? I live in Santa Maria. Santa Maria. Um, I mean, the good news for you is I don't think you have any fleas at that elevation. Good. Well, that's yeah, nice. that, that's going to be a big plus. Um, you know, it's a it's a tricky one. I mean, I think certainly the transportation. Have any of the pets gone on long trips before? I assume you're driving them there, right? Yes. Yeah, the dogs have been out on the road and they do pretty good with traveling, but we've never had the cats. You know, or the birds out on this kind of a trip. Yeah, I mean, it, it's sometimes a good idea to take the pets that aren't used to travel. You know, take them in the car, you know, maybe take them for a half hour, hour drive and see how they are. I mean, if they seem real frantic, uh, the cats certainly could be put on a tranquilizer. Uh, the bird, I don't know about that. I don't see a lot of birds. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think that most pets do fine. Once they get used to it. I mean, when they're first in the car, it's kind of a, you know, a strange feeling for them. They're not really in control, uh, but they seem to adapt pretty quick. Uh, but I would probably take them out for a little test spin, uh, see how they do. As far as once you get there, um, it's going to be similar to us if they're not used to being at altitude. Um, that can be a little hard on their system, especially the dogs that they can be out running around very, very active. Uh, the lower oxygen level can get them you know, winded, and and uh, they don't have any heart issues or any health problems right now, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, I would probably take them on uh, some short walks, get them used to it, just like you or me would. You know, you wouldn't go out and do full blast exercise. You'd take it kind of easy uh, till you got used to that that higher elevation, that lower oxygen content. All right. What about like heartworm stuff? I need to worry about that going to a new location? Yeah, you know, most areas areas of the country, you do have to worry about heartworm. Uh, we're lucky here right on the coast. I don't see any cases where I live here in Morro Bay and where my practice is. Um, you know, if there is mosquito exposure, then certainly heartworm is an issue. Your best bet would be once you get to your new city, call the local vets and say, you know, are you putting the pets on heartworm here? 
Um, do you have a heartworm problem here? If they say yes, then obviously you want to want to get on that because that's a, a nasty disease. Right. Okay. Great. And you know, Mike. Um, hi, this is Joy Turner. One of the things I have found with animals, if you expect that they're going to have a hard time, for instance, with the travel or you're worried if they're going to have a hard time, they pick up on your thoughts and your feelings. And if they are a little stressed or they are a little worried, it's going to exaggerate their issue. So if you go with the mentality of feeling very calm and very secure, and of course we can all make this, honeys, we're just a family, and of course we're all moving together, and of course it's going to be a little bit different, but we're all going to be fine, then they also will tend to pick up on that, and if they are having an issue with themselves, your confidence is going to help them have less of an issue. Okay, great. Thank you. There you go. A double shot there. The doctor and the animal communicator, 1-866-405-8405. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Pets Day. They give four-legged friends the four-star treatment. It's available at Caesars Palace, Paris, and Planet Hollywood Resorts in Las Vegas. Pets Day includes amenities like the food and the water dish and the sleeping mat, dog treats, and even a specialty room service menu. It's more than pet-friendly. It's pet-focused. Details at Caesars.com slash Vegas. And if you're heading out there tonight, Elton John, the million-dollar piano. Is it just a piano or is it Elton John, Jitty? Is it actually Elton John's plane or is it piano? Elton playing? John, the Elton John. Very exciting. Check it out. Tickets start at $55. He's playing through April 21st at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. You can bring your pet, check them into the hotel room, set them up with the specialty room service menu, and check out Elton John. Keep them away from those tables, though, because I know Joey has a problem with his dogs. You don't want to find that out about your dog when you get to Vegas. If so they're just a keep gambler, yeah. you want to keep your dogs away from any kind of gambling whatsoever. Pets Day, thanks for sponsoring Animal Radio. Concierge desk, this is Amanda. Yes, I can recommend a great place for a walk. Imperial Palace and Rio in Las Vegas are rolling out four-star treatment for our four-legged friends. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service venues, and more. The dog days are here. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash Vegas or call 800-427-7247. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. <laughs> Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine, try Natural Balance. Provide your pet protection from biting pests with an easy once-a-month application. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours on cats and dogs. Canine Advantage 2, for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are available at your veterinarian or favorite pet specialty retailer and are registered trademarks of Bayer.
You love cleaning the litter box? I didn't think so. Fortunately, with world's best cat litter, problem solved. It's the only litter that uses whole kernel corn to clump quick, scoop easy, and safely eliminate nasty pet odors. And because it's made of 100% natural ingredients, world's best cat litter is pet people and planet friendly. We offer a money back guarantee if you aren't completely satisfied. Find it at a store near you by visiting www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash Animal Radio. It's Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. Grab your pet, bring them around the radio. We've got our pets here. Mika's here. Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. Not as crowded a studio as it was last weekend. I'm digging that. A little room to breathe. In for Dr. Debbie this weekend, we have Dr. Greg Neal, who's our veterinarian here locally in Morro Bay, California. You can learn more about him if you're in the area over at the website at animalradio.com. We put a link to his brand new website. Also, groomer Joey Villani is here. Animal communicator Joy Turner. And Vlade, the Russian dog wizard. Used to be famous Russian dog wizard. He doesn't make me say that anymore. Not in his contract anymore. By the way, Betty White, just around the corner. This is very exciting. This will be her fifth or sixth time on Animal Radio. A lot of celebrities. We had Frankie Avalon a couple of weeks ago. And then we have uh, Margaret Cho, comedian, coming on in just a couple of weeks. And you always forget this country singer. You're just not I'm a sorry. country fan. We have Billy Dean coming up, Billy you guys. Dean. If you're driving that truck across the country right now and you love Billy Dean, you want to be listening to Animal Radio. He loves his pets, too. He's one of your favorite artists. Come oh. on, Hal. Somewhere in my broken heart. Haven't you heard me play that song I'm, over and over? Can't say and that. And he's I... got another song. Um, it's an old song. has been out a few years called Feed Jake. talks about something happens to him. Will somebody please look after his dog and feed his dog? I feel like a complete moron. I knew I was, but now I've just done it on national radio. Kicking off our 11th year. Holy moly. Still getting new listeners every week. If you're a new listener, give us a call. Say hello. Toll free at one 405 8405. Also on the way, we, well, you know how they say 40, 50? 40 is the new 50? Is that what they say, Judy? I forget what they say. Yes. Yes. Well, you know, 50 is the new 30 or something like that, meaning if you get older, then you're not as old as that age used to be. It's well, that's because we're living 30. longer. That's right. So 50 is like the new 30. Well, they're now saying for pets that five is the new seven. Dr. Neal, are these pets living longer? Is that really true? Yeah, I think I think it is in general. Um, I think especially, um, you know, it depends on the size of the pet. I mean, the bigger the dogs are, usually the less long they live. Uh, although the really fragile little Yorkies and Chihuahuas, sometimes they don't live as long as you would expect. But you always hear that seven human years to one dog year. That doesn't quite work because obviously... It's more than seven years to start with. You know, you have a, a dog that can become pregnant and maybe sure. six months old. Who knows? You know, 12, 13 years of age. And then, of course, we have pets that occasionally make it to 20 years of age. I personally haven't met anyone that made it to 140. So yeah. it's less than seven, you know, when they get older and more than seven when they're young. Uh, but I think it is true. I think pets are living longer, not dramatically, I wouldn't say. I think with people, uh, I think the advances in human medicine 
are faster than the advances in veterinary medicine. You were just saying that the small dogs, which I thought lived longer, you said the, there are some of them that don't live as long. Well, I think if you look at like the longest, uh, the, the highest longevity is for like a miniature poodle. But I have just found, and I don't know if this is a factor, I just find that some of my very, very tiny breeds, like a teacup poodle or a Yorkie, it just seems like they're almost a little bit too fragile. One other myth we're breaking today is that a dog's mouth is not cleaner than a human's. You know, you've always been told that. And this guy sitting next to you at the bar, he says, you know, I let my dog lick me all the time. It's cleaner than my mouth. <laughs> and probably is in that, that particular case. But uh, there's no reason that it should be cleaner, is it? Well, I'll tell you, I mean, uh, with the dentistry, the dental cleanings that I do, the amount of bacteria and calculus and overall nasty smell in some of these pets' mouths, I would be hard-pressed to believe that that is cleaner than a human's. Yeah. You know, you know where they've been uh, licking, too. Yes, Joy? I don't mind if dogs give me licks on the face, but I have an, actually I have a friend who, because dogs and cats lick, she will lick their noses, and she'll often walk up to humans that she's really good friends with and lick their face. And I have wow. to tell you, humans lick in my face. I'm just not so sure I'm very keen on that. I'm not all about that at all. And I know with Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, I'll let her lick me unless I've just seen her cleaning somewhere. And there's like a five-second rule. Let's say it's more than five seconds. You know, if she did it a couple hours ago, I'm okay with it. But if it's, you know, just she goes right there and then right to me, give, give, gives me kisses, I'm not about that at all. Give her some peanut butter, Hal. one 405 to chime in. Or if you have questions for the doctor, Dr. Greg Neal filling in for Dr. Debbie this week. She's on vacation. Much-needed vacation. Very high-pressure job you guys have, and you get called in at all hours. It used to be that way for me. I mean, we have two very wonderful emergency clinics uh, on the Central Coast. Now, I used to, when I lived in Morro Bay, Mm -hmm. I was all of two minutes away from my veterinary practice. Yeah, I could be three in the morning, two in the morning, and we didn't have a facility that we could send pets to. And that was difficult. I used to have Cal Poly college students live in my veterinary hospital that were on call um, to help out with the, the animals at all hours. So it's actually a lot nicer for us. Now, but it is. It is a stressful job. I it, mean, you yeah. need vacations every once in a while. Same with Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. He gets called out at all hours. He needs a vacation every once in a while. Groomer Joey Volani is on vacation all the time. Animal communicator Joey Turner. You have the, I would say, of all the jobs here, probably the most pleasant job talking to the animals. I do have to say, I so very much enjoy it, although I do have clients all around the world, so I do get the occasional two o'clock in the morning call. Wow. Yeah. No one calls me at two. They do. Hey, we have a DJ emergency. We have a radio host emergency. Can you host a show? That never happens to me. I never take a vacation because simply don't need one. one 405 Let's talk to you. Hi, Bridget. Hi. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Welcome to the show. I have Vlade, the world famous Russian dog wizard right here. Okay, great. Um, if I may ask my question and then I'll be quiet and listen if that's okay. <laughs> Bridget, you you know the rules you know, in yes. my show. Yes, um, <laughs> you, yes. you say something and shut up. Okay, go okay. ahead. I have a almost five year old long haired Dachshund. His name is Caesar, and um, he's Uh-oh. always been really great house trained, a fantastic dog. About four months ago, my mom moved in with me with her dog, Sweet Pea, and um, they we used to get together for family occasions. He was they've always gotten along great. They still get along excellent, except for two things. At bedtime, uh, in my room, he will constantly lift his leg 
and pee around the bed or around the corners in the bedroom, and then he does the same thing in my mom's room. And this is a dog who never, ever went in the house. I've had him to the vet. He says he's healthy, he's fine. And also, um, in the bedroom, he used to sleep with me on bed because he was good. Now, if I even get near the bed, he even growls. And he is just really, really not the same dog. As soon as I step in the bedroom at night, he's a totally different dog. And I just I don't know what to do to, to help him. Okay, Bridget, let's just sort it out. So you have a, uh, you know, dachshund, yes. which is a pro- problem on its own. <laughs> and <laughs> you know, they're handy. Yes. And it just somehow happened, so your mom brought another dog in this house. Yes, yes. my mom moved in with us along with her dog, Sweet Pea. And, which is uh, male was- or female? He's uh, her dog is a female and they're both fixed. And so you you have a female and that dog has a female. No, my mom's dog is a female and my dog is a male. Okay, and uh, your dog starts to constantly like a marking territory since that dog moved in. Yes. Yes. Yep. He was good at first for like the first three months, and then this last month it's like he's somebody clicked the switch, and when it comes to bedtime, he is a totally different dog. He's aggressive, and he has to lift his leg. And, con- mm-hmm. and it's hardly even any pee will come out at all, but he has to constantly, like, sprinkle everywhere in my bedroom and in my mom's bedroom, especially on the bottom of the bed. You know how your comforter will hang over? Sure, sure, that's sure, exact- sure. That's his favorite spot to tag. And as soon as we wash it, he will do it again. Okay. Uh, Bridget, let me ask you a confidential question. Where does your dog sleep? Um, he used to sleep with me in the bed, and he won't even come near the bed anymore except to pee at it. He'll sleep okay. on the floor and, and sulk. He'll just, he's just like he's very, it's like he turned into a little bit of a terror because he just is miserable and like he's just I, a wounded I got it. victim. I got, it. I got it. Do you have a husband? Yes, I do, who works third shift. <laughs> That's why you sleep with your dog, not yes. with him, I guess. Okay, that doesn't sound good for me. Now okay. I'm teasing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, uh, my wife would not allow my dog even come close to the bed, uh, you know, when I'm sleeping together. But that's like we. You know, I truly believe that dogs should not sleep in the beds. Um, this is all type of... Um, Problem arise when you give the dog equal status, um, because every time when you're raising your dog in the vertical directions, it's just raising in the social status, and a lot of pro- problems, you know, can rise from this type of the uh, behavior. Here is what I would do in your situation. Number one, I would establish a solid obedience training and solid obedience control over my dogs, and that could be done just for the simple obedience training. Especially, I would make sure. I would do it before I take him, like before go to sleep. Somewhere around 9, 10 o'clock, I would put the collar on leash on him. And I just, just I, I know how it's difficult. I know, like, sometimes it seems to train ducks and for obedience, like train cats to swim. Uh-huh. But it's still possible. I don't care how perfect you are. Uh-huh. I don't care. All what I want you to do, just walk your, this dog, especially in that room. You know, that's interesting enough. I'd like to share with you. If you're going to bring that dog to this particular room and just say, let's go, let's go, like sounds okay. a little bitch. Like, come on, let's go, let's go. Walk around that room a little bit. Okay. You are marking your territory. And if you can, I don't, I know you cannot put him in the seat, but at least you can tell him stay and step a little bit away from him. And if he moves from that, moves from that uh, stay position, you can do a little bit with your left hand, do like a, like a fencing the sore on guard position under the leash and make sure, ah, ah. 
move okay. forward, make sure he stays, uh -huh. at least for one, two minutes, keep him in this position without moving, he will totally lose control over thinking, oh my gosh, I am the boss here. Because you remind me the same thing, like... Almost like not the same, but directly. Like I met one client and I was talking to her about her behavior problem, and that dog lifted his leg and urinated on her, urinated her all over. He told me, you know, she's mine. I'm not sure why was she talking with her about. So it's a very important to start with from that. Number two. I would definitely illuminate all scents in decisive way. And after I would put some citrus yeah. cover up. For the first two weeks, I gotta get a little, uh, crate, like a plastic one. Okay, like for I, the cat. I, I had a Rottweiler before for 13 years and I, I started out crating him and I did not with Caesar because I made the mistake. Oh, he's a little dog, they're easy to take care of. Bridget, you are a very, very serious person and real person. Get the little small crate, but you gotta get it to ducks and you gotta get really small. Don't make another mistake. You know, America, you guys always believe everything should be large. In the back in the Soviet Union, my house was a little bit bigger than the typical American two dogs crate, but I was fine. Ducks okay. needs to have a little crate, like a little plastic crate. Put something nice inside, tow him in, no democracy, and he's gonna stay there in the crate. And if you're gonna complain, you know, snap the crate a little bit, scream him up, and he, he still will not keep complaining. Google the product by Pet Convincer. Okay. Very inexp inexpensive. You can afford it even if you don't have a silver spoon. Thank you for calling us. Thank you very much. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. This is Animal Radio. Hi, this is Iron Chef Cat Cora on Animal Radio. Please adopt a pet. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. This is a great story. A dog saved one battered woman's life, and it may go on to save many more by changing the role that family pets play in the lives of domestic abuse victims. Last year, this heroic Great Dane had thrown himself over the body of a woman who was nearly beaten to death by her boyfriend who repeatedly struck her with both sides of a hammer. The dog leaped into the bloody scene and absorbed most of the blows that the man threw at them before he threw the dog and the woman woman out of a two-second story window. The desperate woman called the Rosebrook Center in Kansas City, Missouri, where arrangements were made for the woman only. The dog, sadly, was not able to stay there. But the woman who has chosen not to identify herself refused to abandon her angel, Susan Miller, the chief center executive said. She wasn't going to leave her pet alone with them, Miller said. He actually saved her life. The dog had suffered serious injuries, including a broken hip, ribs, and other broken bones. And with the woman clinging to her trusted companion, the shelter had to make an exception. 40% of the women won't leave their pets, so they live in their cars or they stay. They risk their own life or that of their kids. Realizing how much a difference it makes in the lives of abuse escapees, now the shelter's in the process of adding seven kennels and expanding the shelter to accommodate another 25 beds. Miller said that seven out of every 10 women in the U.S. say they're unable to escape abusive relationships in part because the abuser threatens to harm the family pet. Two out of five women say they don't leave because they worry about what's going to happen to their dog. Well, uh, primary season's already underway, and perhaps you're wondering how the current Obama administration has fared in terms of animal rights. Well... 
Not so great, according to the Humane Society. The Obama administration had a B-level score for the first two years of their term, but they earned only a C-minus from the Humane Society of the U.S. for their performance on animal welfare issues in 2011. The Obama administration had a wide range of opportunities to advance a constructive animal welfare agenda, but it was responsible for only a few noteworthy beneficial actions for animals. It stalled, weakened, or exhibited indifference to some overdue reforms, and it even took some highly adverse actions against animal protection. A Massachusetts man has a lot more room in his home now after he parted ways with his animal collection. A Lawrence resident gave all 94 of his hamsters to the MSPCA last week. The man had been housing the hamsters for the past five years, but eventually realized he was running out of room. He was described as emotional when getting rid of his pets, but ultimately decided he needed to get rid of them. Thank you. Probably smelled pretty bad there. The hamsters, which were well cared for, will be sent to different shelters across Massachusetts for adoption. I'm Stacy Cohen. You can get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3 and the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000? Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution and no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z it is Animal Radio. We are celebrating our connection with our pets. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, answering your most vexing dog issues. Animal communicator Joy Turner, bridging that gap. Groomer Joey Villani. And in for Dr. Debbie this week, we have Dr. Greg Neal, who practices here locally in Morro Bay. What's the name of the clinic again? That's uh, Morro Bay Veterinary Clinic. And you got a brand new website going on, huh? Yeah, I've decided to enter the uh, 21st century. This is good. I was a little late, too. It took me yeah. a little time. What's the web address? That is uh, MorroBayVet.com. MorroBayVet.com. And, of course, we'll put links over at the website. Hello. Hello. Hi, Judy. Hi, Betty. How are you? I'm fine, but I can hardly hear you, darling. I'll try to speak up. Hi, Betty. Hell, well, hi, Hal. It's Betty. Nice to talk to both of you. It's well, you too. Very nice to talk to you, of course, uh, the great actress, but not, oh, not a lot. I got you fooled. <laughs> well, hey, listen, that's all that matters, right? <laughs> right. You're also a big animal lover, too. Well, that's my real work. I mean, show business is my hobby, but my real work is animals. Oh. I love them dearly. Of course, but I've been with the Morris Animal Foundation for 37 years. We're wow. a health organization. Tell us a little bit about Morris. Uh, we're headquartered in uh, Denver, mm-hmm. and we're an international organization. We fund humane studies into specific health problems of dogs, cats, horses, and zoo and wildlife. And it, it's we've done. We helped develop the Parvo virus vaccine for dogs and the feline leukemia vaccine for cats and that kind of thing. And you're also uh, a part of the SPCA LA, is that correct? Yes, I do their telethon every year and I work with them, I've worked with them for for all these years. Oh, that's great. Do you remember your first animal? 
the first animal that you made that connection with? Well, I guess it was before I remember, because when my folks brought me home from the hospital, uh, we had Toby, a marmalade cat, mm-hmm. who was... Uh, uh, what, what kind of leg? Marmalade? Marmalade, an orange cat. Oh, okay. <laughs> they call him marmalade. Toby would sit on the corner of my crib, and my mother always said, if Toby hadn't approved of the new baby, she would have sent me right back to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> so I come by my animal love naturally. Did you have kind of a reverse role as a child and Instead of you bringing home pets and asking your parents if you could keep them because they followed you home, your parents did these, did that thing? That was it. They said, oh, Betty, he followed us home. Can we keep him? So, of course, I was in hog heaven. We all just loved him. Are you a cat person or a dog person? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm an anything with a leg on each corner. I don't care what it is. But I'm, I'm a big kitty person. Uh-huh. I, my bobcat, I just lost my bobcat I'm about sorry. a month ago, and he was uh, he was about 18, and uh, he oh, was that's... a foundling, so I didn't know his exact age, but he uh-huh. was a beautiful Himalayan who was such a people cat. Sounds like he lived a, a very long life, too. Yes. Well, any other animals at home? Yes, I have a, but they're looking at me. I have a golden <laughs> retriever. He was puppy raised in Alaska to be a guide dog. Wow. But he his hips didn't quite measure up, so he went into career change. <laughs> and uh, so he's 10 now, and uh-huh. his name is Kita, K-I-T-T-A. Wonderful. Uh-huh. Because in Inuit, Kita means forward. Oh. And then I have my little old girl here, my little Shih Tzu. Uh-huh. Panda, she's a black and white Shih Tzu, who will be 15 in September. I talk to my pets a lot. Do you think I should be embarrassed about that, Betty? I think you should be embarrassed for apologizing for it. <laughs> that, that, believe me, I, of course, I talk to all animals, but but the, the pets, they may not know the exact words, but they read you so completely, your tone of voice, your your body language and all that. You just deal them into the into the family and and deal them into the conversation. It's amazing the results you get. Well, I we actually have a, a cat that actually runs the radio show. Oh, uh, really? What what kind? A black and white tuxedo cat. Oh, I love tuxedos. He's uh, he he watches us all the time. He's making sure that we're working and and doing everything properly. And of course, if any city officials or government officials come by, uh, we refer them directly to uh, Boog. To Boog is oh, his name. Well, of course. What What's his name? Boog. Boog? Oh, well, but please give him my love. I will. Now, let me ask you this question before we let you go here. I, I know that you're a wonderful actress and animal lover, but I just realized you're also the author of four books. Yep. And I had a wonderful time. I love writing, and I've, I've, someday I'll get back. To, I've got number five started, but someday I'll get back to are, it, but not right now. Are these animal books? Uh, well, the first one was Pet Love, oh. and how pets take care of us. They were therapy animals, you know, not only guide dogs, but hearing ear dogs and, and hospice cats and all that. So that was Pet Love. And then uh, the next one was uh, Betty White in Person, which was a series of how I feel about grief and marriage and and love and all that sort of thing. Then the third one was The Leading Lady, who was my beloved Dinah. She was a golden retriever guide dog that when she retired as a guide dog, she belonged to my best friend. And, of course, he was going to keep her when he got his new guide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she just went, to, she couldn't face, a, a, she lost her master, she lost her job, and she just went under the bed and wouldn't eat or anything. So I said, let me try her, Tom. And uh, 
so she came to me and had a whole new job. She had my housekeeper to break in and the <laughs> mailman and the UPS man and the pool man. So Tom and I wrote the book. We didn't write it together. He wrote his chapters on his early life with diners. He was a special correspondent for uh, Good Morning America. Mm-hmm. And he used to travel all over the country with just Dinah, and she would take him all over. Aww. So he wrote his chapters about the young Dinah. And I wrote mine about how her wonderful transition into this new life. And she came to me when she was 11, and she made 15 by three days. Wow. (laughs) And so Tom always said she taught him how to grow up and me how to grow old. And then the last one uh, was Betty White in person, which, I mean, uh, here we go again which is kind of my my television career from (laughs) scratch. You are a wonderful person. Thanks for everything that you've done for the animals. And before we leave, uh, any words of wisdom that you'd love to give the listeners about their animals or about animals in general? Yes, just just enjoy each and every day. Their roads are shorter than ours, so make the most of every day that you're together. And also... be responsible for your own animals, and then we wouldn't have an animal problem. Yes. If everybody took their own responsibility and dealt that, that pet into the family and and uh, considered everybody else, even the people who aren't as animal-oriented as we are, they, you, if you don't take your responsibility, you turn animal moderates into animal haters, and you don't want to do that. No, you no. sure don't. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for the work you both do. Thank you, Hal, and thank you, Judy. Thank Be- you, Betty. Betty White on Animal Radio, and there's more Animal Radio on the way. Stick around. I would if I could. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Animal Radio is brought to you by... New from Bayer Animal Health. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours. Canine Advantage 2 for dogs only repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Both products are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are registered trademarks of Bayer. If you're a homeowner 62 or older with a fixed or limited income and you're having trouble making ends meet or simply want some financial freedom, I've got some very important information for you. Henry Winkler here, and I want to tell you how one reverse mortgage can help you get the financial flexibility you're looking for. Homeowners 62 and older can use the equity from their home to access tax-free cash without having to make a monthly mortgage payment. Use it to pay bills, fix up your home, or simply have more financial security and you still own your home take the next step call one reverse mortgage now and get your free guide and dvd with no obligation 800-550-9788 one reverse mortgage equal housing lender licensed mortgage lender national mortgage licensing system number 2052 not available in all states client responsible for maintenance taxes and insurance this is judy from animal radio for months now i've been telling you about the stella and chewy's dog food now i want to tell you about their cat food made with 100 percent raw meat and just like all stella and chewy's products these dinners are made without grains fillers artificial preservatives colorings sugar or salt they come in four flavors chick chick chicken super beef delicious charming 
spring chicken and beef and yummy licking salmon and chicken. Visit their website at StellaAndChewies.com. That's Chewies, C-H-E-W-Y-S.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. Yes, this is a show about animals, sometimes two-legged animals. Joey, you look tired. You're working hard again. You're doing more QVC. What's going on? No, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm busy going back and forth doing Disney shows, believe oh. it or not. I'm, you know, doing some from production on a Disney on Ice show in New Jersey, wow. and I'm back here. Then I go back there, and oh. I'm back here, and then I go to Atlanta. It's crazy. You must have some mileage points like nobody's business. That's what I'm thinking. I, you know what? I, I have to check into it. I don't know how many points. I definitely have a lot, but I don't know how many. And you never take a vacation like Dr. Debbie, who's on vacation this week, by the way. Dr. Greg Neal filling in. Nice. 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 Real Ladies nice. and gentlemen, Joey Volani brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. You can get that 25% off your entire purchase at SeniorPetProducts.com by putting the promo code SAVE25 in the promo code box. Ladies and gentlemen, let's all bow for the dog, dog father. father. Well, I'm the bird father today. Oh, how's that? <laughs> That's different. Because we're gonna we're gonna be talking about we're gonna be talking about birds. And um, when people get birds, all they think that they need to give it seed, vegetables, fruits. There's a lot more to it. Um, you know, you, you got to cut the nails. You also got to take care of the wings if the, if your bird is a bird that um comes out because you don't want to fly around the house or out the window. Now, what a lot of people don't realize is that bird needs to be bathed. It's like a tongue twister here. Yeah, it is. And and unless you don't have a roof on your house where rain can get in, you're going to have a little bit of a problem. So we have to help it out a little bit. The best thing is if your bird likes water, to take your bird right in the shower. Now, my bird will actually walk in the shower if she's loose, and she and it's time for her to be bathed, and she'll spread her wings and push me out of the way and take her own shower. But what you could do is put them under the water and really saturate them, because what happens with the feathers is the water will roll off, and you really want it to penetrate to the skin and get that down. Now, what that's going to do, that's going to stimulate the bird to start pruning itself when it dries. It's, and they're going to remove the old feathers. They're going to they're going to preen. They're going to take the casing off to expose new feathers. And it's going to make the bird look more beautiful because you're going to get a lot more growth and a lot of healthier growth. If your bird doesn't like to go in the shower. You can use a spray bottle, and you know what? If you're going to do that, distilled water works best because our city tap water sometimes dries them out a little bit and, um, you know, makes them, you know, itchy like we basically would, how mm-hmm. our skin would dry out. Or you can go, and I bet you've seen your pet products has it. I really have not checked into it, but they make a um, bird wash. It's a spray with really? um, conditioners. Huh. Yeah. And it conditions the feathers and, and gives you more vibrant colors. And believe it or not, birds like it. It occupies occupies them um, when they dry it keeps them busy and it, it, it keeps their mind off of especially you know birds sometimes from being too much in a cage get a little stir crazy and this actually helps them occupy their mind a little bit longer and you could do this once twice a week but make sure the temperature around and about is at least 70 degrees or higher and 70 degrees or lower you know it's 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 not really good for them so you don't want to use shampoo i you don't want to use shampoo but you know what i have it's it's funny because i've used shampoo on my bird um that somebody <laughs> told me about and it worked good but um it's not recommended joey volani with your bird tip of the week and how to wash your bird remember all of these tips over at the website at animalradio.com this is animal radio 
Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Bed bugs are back, and just talking about them makes me all itchy. But relief is on the way. She's a nine-pound dog named Nudie, a near-hairless Chinese crested mix who's one of the dogs trained to detect the biting critters by Perriero's J&K Canine Academy in Florida. Bed bugs were gone from the U.S. for so long, most thought they were just a myth. But now exterminators say that in the last year, they've been getting 50 times the number of bed bug calls they used to get. Dogs have been used to sniff out termites, but now with the bed bug outbreaks, Perriero says the bed bug training is like hitting the lotto. Nudie was found in a shelter, and she loves to find bed bugs. Her owner trainer just says, find your bees, I guess short for bed bugs, and Nudie jumps on the mattress and starts pawing where they are. She's then rewarded with a treat, a good girl, and a kiss on the head. Bugs in your bed is a pretty creepy thought, but experts say although bed bugs can leave a reddish welt, they don't pose a serious health risk. I feel much better now. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Hello, this is Franz from Hans and Franz. Don't be a girly man. Get your dog spayed and neutered. That's right. And just because you spay and neuter your dog, it does not make them a girly dog. You're listening to Animal Radio. Betty White. I don't know if you caught that special on NBC a couple weeks back, but uh, she is an amazing woman who's doing wonderful things for the animals. In for Dr. Debbie this weekend, we have Dr. Greg Neal, who practices here locally in Morro Bay, California, and uh, does a fine job. Although, when he walks into the studio, Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, gets a little bit apprehensive. She seems to be calming down, Judy. She's doing very well now. I think she's getting used to it. This is his second or third time here, so she's getting a little bit better. This is good. And he doesn't have any sharp tools. He doesn't have that look like I'm going to probe you or anything like that. Yeah, we're going to be buddies pretty soon. I, I can feel it. I hope so. Maybe that'll translate when we go into the office. Actually, when she goes into the office there, she's pretty calm, but that's your territory. She's a dream come true in the office, yeah. <laughs> Let's see, uh, this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. Ready to solve your litter box problems? Switch to World's Best Cat Litter. It's the only litter that uses whole kernel corn to clump quick, scoop easy, and eliminate nasty pet odors. It's guaranteed or your money back. Find it at a store near you by visiting www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash animal radio. And we have Sherry on the phone. Hi, Sherry. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you. I'm your ultimate fan. Well, thank you, the ultimate fan. Our fan's on the phone! Sherry, what's going on with your animal? I have Dr. Neil here. Well, I have two dogs. They're both terriers. Under uh, they, they weigh less than 20 pounds, and they're, they're really, they love fruits and vegetables. And uh, it doesn't matter what, what I'm eating, whether it's butternut squash, cauliflower, or an apple. They both want it. 
and um, I want to make sure that with all the fruits and vegetables they consume that I'm not giving them something that is going to hurt them. Hi, Sherry. How are you? I'm good. Um, yeah, I mean, you're feeding them a good quality dog food as a regular diet, right? I am. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people like to give their pets fruits and vegetables, and some, the bottom line is they can't tolerate it. I mean, they are so used to eating their specific diet. If you start introducing a lot of different things into their diet, then you're asking for the loose stool, possibly the vomiting, uh, things you don't really want to see, right? Um, yes, and, and, and right now... Um they they don't do they don't do either one of those things. They do very they they tolerate it very well. Yeah, I mean, I would say if you've if you've given things carrots, certain vegetables, and they haven't had a problem, then that's a good test right. that they're probably okay with that. Um, you know, fruits and vegetables obviously are very healthy for them. They're very healthy for us. Uh, if you're fe- feeding a good quality, balanced food, they don't need that. They're getting all the vitamins and minerals that they that they need. But a lot of people like to give their pets treats, and certainly fruits and vegetables uh, are a healthy treat. You do have to watch out for some uh, some of the the fruits and vegetables can be toxic. Raisins are not a good thing to give. Um, onions are not a good thing to give. Uh, there's some people that have fed, um, you know, their, their cats and dogs when they weren't eating, they were feeding them baby food. Well, baby food uh, oftentimes was supplemented with onion powder, and that's not a good thing. Oh wow, I didn't oh, know that. Wow. Yeah, so you got to watch out. You, you got to watch out for that. Um, you know, but in general, like I said, if you've given them something, they like it. You haven't seen any gastrointestinal disturbance, then you're probably fine to, fine to do that. Some of the seeds can also be a problem, like an apple seed actually has cyanide in it. Uh, but again, a lot of people give their pets apples, I think, because we're actually sectioning the apple and not obviously feeding the seeds. It's nothing to worry about. And also right. the small amount you'd be giving them would probably be okay. But there are there are some seeds that are a problem. Uh, certainly, uh, if things get moldy, if it's a, a moldy fruit or vegetable, then that's obviously going to cause some problems, too. So if it's right. something fresh right. off the table that they've had before, then you're probably safe if they've done fine with it before. Okay. Thank well, you. Well, they sure love their carrots. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's good. It helps keep those teeth clean, too, right? Yes, yes. Thank you. Thanks for your you call. Bet. Wow. Okay. I am tired. The show is coming to a fast end. I want to tell you that uh, coming up in the next few weeks, we have Margaret Cho, comedian Margaret Cho. She loves her animals, doesn't she? She does. She, in fact, she mentioned one of her dogs in her, one her latest CD. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Very good. We'll, be, we'll have giveaways. With yes, that. we will. Also, uh, Billy Dean, one of your favorite artists. Will He's be a country us. artist. I'm looking forward to him. Ed Begley Jr. will be joining us for a special Greening Your Pet show. He's a regular. And, uh, you know, we'd love to hear your ideas of great celebrities to have on the show. Please let us know. Drop us an email. Uh, head on over to Facebook. Why don't you do that? Like us at Facebook. We need more people to like us over there. And we're giving away stuff every week to people that like us at Facebook, Animal Radio. Also, uh, Twitter, Animal Radio. You can tweet us with your questions. You can email us at yourvoice at animalradio.com all during the week. You can phone us at 1-866-405-8405 all week. We have voicemail attached to that phone, so we'll get back to you if we're not around. I want to thank today Dr. Greg Neal for filling in for Dr. Debbie. He did a a a fantastic job. job. Well, also, Wendy Wendy Diamond, thank you so much for joining us today. And, of course, Betty White. The amazing, amazing Betty White. She's a sweetheart. We will see you next week for more Animal Radio right here on this fine station. Have a great week. Bye-bye.
This is Animal Radio Network. Network.